I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. We are, of course, excited for the Wednesday evening service tonight. Looking forward to being in God's house once again uh, with a great message. But then also after the Wednesday evening service, we have our annual business meeting taking place. Uh, We shouldn't go too much longer tonight, but it'll be a great help to us and a great encouragement. But then as well, uh, we have master clubs going on here on the property and then also discipleship. Uh, And then I have one other announcement I want to make and mention to you. Uh, This coming Friday, December 8th, at 12 p.m., we have our Saints Alive Christmas Party. That's going to be a great time for all of our senior saints here in the church, uh, food and fellowship. We hope that you'll take the time to come out at 12 p.m. right here in the fellowship hall this coming Friday. I do want to mention once again, happy birthday uh, to two very special people, Perry Dickens and Bella Short. We hope that you're having a great day. Hopefully it'll be a better day even for you than it already has been. Uh, We're in Joshua chapter 4 this afternoon, and I'll be reading in verse number 5. The Bible says, And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of Jordan, and take you up every man of you a stone upon his shoulder, according unto the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you, that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean ye by these stones? Then ye shall answer them, that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it passed over Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be for memorial unto the children of Israel forever. What's happening? The children of Israel have just crossed the Jordan River. They went into the land of Canaan. Before they crossed, there was something they were nervous about, they were scared about. They didn't know how it was going to happen. But as soon as the high priest stepped foot into the water, the Bible says that the water parted ways. And God made a way for his people to go through the Jordan River. Aren't you thankful that we have a God that can make a way for us? We have a God who, although the the, the difficulty maybe seemed too much, although the trouble maybe too far, we have a God that can bring us through. He's always a God that makes a way. But after they get to the other side, Joshua tells 12 men from the tribes to take a stone each and to put those stones up as a memorial of what God has done here at this place. It's going to bring something for them that will bring remembrance. Uh, The Bible says that when the children of those children come by, and they'll ask the question as children often do, as children are very curious, they'll ask this question, what do these stones mean? Uh, What's the point of these stones? You can tell the story of what God has done for his people. They were to put these stones up so that they would remember the great works of our God. That's what that song was talking about, remembering what our God has done for us and all that our God is. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 8, 18, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he sware unto his fathers. Then in Psalm 103, verse 18 and 19, the Bible says, But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children, to such as keep his covenant, and watch this, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. It's one thing to know commandments, it's another thing to remember to do them. 
Maybe you know this verse in Ecclesiastes. It's a popular verse. It's a verse that speaks to young individuals, young people, teenagers. Here it is. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. All throughout the word of God, we see this word come up often. Remember, remember, remember. In fact, this word is used over 300 times in the whole Bible. Why does God emphasize this idea of remember? Here's the reason, because we're forgetful people. We are people that often forget what God has done for us. We are people that often forget the truth of Scripture. We may not forget it with our brain. We may not forget it with our lips. But sometimes we can forget how we're supposed to live with our life. Oh, we're very forgetful people. I don't know about you, but it seems like I'm always forgetting my keys somewhere. And maybe you've done this before. You come in the house, you had a bunch of groceries in your hand, and, and you're busy, and you, and you put your keys down somewhere, and you don't remember where you put your keys. And then it's time to go. It's time to leave maybe the next morning. It's time to go out to, to meet some people. And it always seems that you can't find your keys when you're trying to get somewhere the quickest. You ever experienced that? You know what I'm talking about there? You're looking around, you're looking around, and you're trying to think back. And what's the thing people always mention? People always say, oh, where's the last place you remember seeing them? Well, if I knew, that's exactly where I would have went. You understand how that works, right? Uh, we forget so, stuff so often. I remember being in college. This often happened to me. I would uh, uh, be going into my dorm room, and as I go into my dorm room, I would have to scan a certain card, kind of like a hotel card. I would scan that card, and, and I would go into the room, and then a few minutes later, I may leave the room to go somewhere else, to go to another class, to go to another event. But here's what was going to happen. As I left that room, that door was going to lock behind me. And you know what I needed to remember? I needed to remember my card. And I can't tell you how many times, it'd be embarrassing to tell you how many times, throughout my four years in college, I would be leaving out, I'd have a phone in my hand, I had a book bag in my hand, I had my laptop in my hand, and as I walk out of that door, I remember too late. I hear the door closing behind me, and I remember, uh-oh, my key. I reach in my pocket to see if it's there. It's not there. And I hear the door shut, and now I'm locked out of my room. You'd think I'd remember not to do that anymore, but I did it so many times. It's so easy to forget. Maybe some of you can relate to it in this way. It's Christmas season. Uh, you've been decorating for Christmas. Just recently, I was home with my parents and celebrating Thanksgiving, and we were putting up the Christmas tree. And I was trying to find the Christmas tree stand. We only use it once a year, but it's also only put away once a year. And the big discussion of the house is, does anybody remember where the tree stand was put? Maybe you're looking for your Christmas decorations right now, and you had something last year, and you can't figure out where it is now. Oh, we are people that often forget things. We are people that often fail to remember. But it's something that God emphasizes in our life. In the book of Timothy, Paul says this, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance, that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Paul was saying to Timothy, Hey, I want to stir up your remembrance, that you do what God's called you to do that you don't uh, submit to fear, that you go forward by faith, doing all that God has called you to do as an individual. We are in a society today that, quite frankly, is drunk on new information. Uh, we have more podcasts today than we've ever had in history. We have more books to read than we've ever had in history. We have more information. We're called the information age. We have more information accessible to us than any other generation. But can I ask you, with all that information, is the world a really better place? With all that information, have things gotten that much better? Well, in some ways it has. 
But in other ways, we've just been overloaded with information. It's important in the midst of always finding new information, in the midst of always hearing something new, it's important that we take time to remember some old truths, that we take time to remember some truths that have got us to where we are right now. And we don't neglect those, but we appreciate them, and we run to those old truths. C.S. Lewis, such a phenomenal author, he made this comment. People need to be reminded more than they need to be instructed. The question is oftentimes, what, not what do I know, but the question oftentimes is this. Am I doing right with what I know? Am I using the information that I have? In the book of Timothy, preachers, those who are sharing the word of God, are encouraged to reprove, rebuke, exhort, encourage with all long-suffering in doctrine. Now, preaching has a part of teaching to it, but you understand reproving, rebuking, exhorting, encouraging, that all has the foundation in something that people already may know. We need to be reminded on a regular basis of God's truth. Uh, sometimes people go to church, and here's what they do. They say, they leave, and they say, I didn't hear anything new. Maybe they, they, they go somewhere, and they hear a preacher preach, and they say, I didn't hear anything new. Oh, it's okay if you don't hear anything new. Uh, this book has been written a long time ago. What we're doing, we're just repeating the truth of God over and over and over again. And as we do it, here's what's going to happen. Our life is going to begin to reflect the truth that we know. But, oh, we need to be reminded. We need to be reminded around Thanksgiving time of the year to be a thankful people. Isn't it so easy to forget that? Uh, we need to be reminded around the time of Christmas each year to, to rejoice in that Jesus Christ, the incarnation, would come to this earth. Oh, we so often forget. We need to be reminded of many things. Can I encourage you? Uh, don't neglect old information. Rather, run to it. Value it. Appreciate it. God, thank you for this. You know, the Bible talks about meditation. Uh, meditation has the idea of continually thinking about something, choosing to think about something. Uh, the Bible says in Joshua to meditate on the Word of God day and night. Can I challenge you? You may have heard something before, but when's the last time you meditated on it? When's the last time you thought for yourself, oh, how does this apply to me? When's the last time you thought about it and said, God, thank you for being such an amazing God? If we aren't careful, we'll just say, oh, I've heard that before. Case in point. The pastor turns to John 3.16 this Sunday. You're sitting in your pew, and you hear John 3.16 mentioned, and you think to yourself, I've heard that preached so many times. I know I could do that sometimes. I've heard that preached so many times. Is there anything new under the sun? Oh, there's nothing new under the sun, but you better believe it. If we can get another glimpse of the Son of God, if we can see our salvation a little more sweeter, if we can be reminded of these truths that have changed our lives, it won't just help us in the past, but it will also help us in the present. So that's the challenge today. Let me encourage you to be a person of remembrance, uh, to be not only looking for new information, but all oh, cherish the old information, cherish that old, old story, cherish the truths of God's word that have got you to where you are today. What are some practical ways we can do this? I'm just going to give you three practical ways that we can make sure that we're valuing and that we're treasuring the truths of God's word that may not be new, but they are worth our remembering. Number one, write some things down. Question, are you in the habit of taking notes in church? Uh, not everybody is, but it's something personally in my life that I've found to be helpful. When the preacher pre is preaching, I'm taking notes. Uh, what does this mean to me? How can this help me? How can I grow from it? Uh, doing notes will help you to appreciate what is being shared and may even help you later on remember what has been shared. 
Maybe you've been in church all year long, and some of you are very faithful. You come Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. But do you remember a lot of what you learned? Uh, sometimes we just need day by day uh, to receive the truth of God's Word. But it is really neat at the end of this year. I can look back in my notebook, and I can see, oh, in January, God taught me this from His Word. In February, I learned this from God's Word. In March, God, God used this preacher to remind me of this truth. Maybe in the new year, that's a goal you want to have. Do something different. Start taking a little bit of notes uh, while you're in church, receiving the Word of God. And then throughout the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maybe take three minutes a day and take a glimpse at what you learned. And that way, what you've been reminded of can now be lived out and applied to your life. Uh, secondly, uh, share those truths with other people. Uh, you're reminded of something in church. Uh, God shares something through His Word. What can we do? Uh, hey, brother, did you hear about that message that he preached? Hey, brother, how did this uh, truth relate to your life? Uh, can I encourage you? Uh, talk to other people about what you're learning. Uh, and ask them what they're learning. Uh, as we share what God is teaching us, but also as we share the reminders from God's Word that we receive, we'll not only be edified, but we'll be strengthened in how that Word applies to our life. Then the lastly here, uh, last thing here, what are some things we can do to, to help remember, to, to choose to cherish uh, the information that we may already know? Uh, connect what you're learning with something else in your life. Uh, connect that truth that you've just received. Maybe it's something you received a long time ago, but it's been represented to you. Connect that truth with a certain area of your life. Oh, the pastor says uh, God was faithful to bring Joseph an acceptable end. Uh, God was faithful to do something good in Joseph's life. You know what you can do? God was faithful for Joseph. God is faithful for me. Uh, God was good in Joseph's life. God was good in my life this past week when this happened to me specifically. You know what I'm talking about there. Oh, there are so many things that we learn, but there are also so many things that we just need to be reminded of. Oh, that's why it's so important. Be in church every time you get a chance. Be around the people of God every time you get a chance. As we remember God's Word, it won't just be something we know, but it will turn out being something we do. We're on the winning side, and we shouldn't forget that. Oh, let's live the day for the glory of God, remembering all that He's done, all that He's taught us in our past. Winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.